Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is January 24th. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy NPC has been conducting Zoom calls or conference calls from past 10 years. If you have any questions, please raise. You will be announced with your, um, you'll be announced with your name to ask the question. If you're a newcomer, if you put your camera on, let our team know that you're a newcomer. You'll be promoted as compared to the other people. But you have to put your camera on and let our team know that you're a newcomer. Data. Datta? Hello. Yes. Yes. Hi. Yes, Mr. Me? Datta. Yes. Yes. Hello. Hi. Hi, Rahul. Thanks. Uh, thanks for uh, taking my call. I am a newcomer. First time um, on your uh, good. chat, but I have been following your uh, uh, videos for a long time. Uh, I have a question. So basically, uh, I am with the same employer for the last 12 years. So they filed in October 2020. I downgraded uh, my EB, uh, actual EB2, uh, I-142 and EB3 and filed. So I got my EAD. I got my AP. What is your priority uh, date? Uh, January 2nd, 2013. January 2nd, 2013. Keep going. Yeah, so I missed uh, in in February's bulletin. I missed it by one day. Otherwise, I would be uh, 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 current in EB two as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so the thing is, in in November twenty twenty one, my um, employer also filed a another four eighty five, a new new filing with the original I one forty in EB two, uh, mm-hmm. and I received the notices, and it has gone to the National Benefit Center. So the mm-hmm. initial one was. A, uh, Texas Center. Now, my question is, sir, uh, I got my EAD AP for the uh, the older uh, EB3 application. Can I use it? And if I use it, what will happen to the new application that I... We don't know. We don't know yet how they are going to treat it if you use it. Though. We don't know yet. Okay. There are many okay. cases they have approved. We haven't seen anything. There are cases where we have filed in both the things. They have used the EAD for the first one. They approved the second one. Is there a slight chance that they can issue an RFP for EB2485 and then question you, what is your ability to work on at that point of time when you worked on EAD? There's a chance. I would give you 5 to 10% risk to you. If you use it, okay, that you may be in trouble for EB two for eight for application. So, so what if I what if I now use the EB three EAD, but then also 
put an interfile request to use the underlying basis on the EB2. That's fine. Can then what's that? the purpose for you? Yeah, that's definitely, absolutely you can do it. You absolutely can do. Then remember that 5 to 10% is on the 485 that you file for the EB2. Not yeah, this interfiling yeah. thing. Oh, okay, okay. Interfiling but, thing will not okay. have a problem. Okay, okay. The problem is uh, because my employer is now not willing to extend my H1 anymore. He's saying that you got an EAD. Why don't you join? I would. <laughs> he is a nice person. I like him. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I, I've been with him for uh, like 12 years. I know, but why does he have to waste money on lawyers? Yeah, exactly. So he, he has a point, but I do okay. not want to. Yeah, next person, please. I think so. We're discussing. Yeah, thank you, sir. Thank you very much. Yeah. Thank you very much, Mr. Data. Sayed? Sayed? Let's go to the next person. Okay, Rahul. Arvind? Hey Rahul, um, my name is Arvind. First of all, thanks for doing this. Uh, I'll keep my question short. So I changed my employer uh, once before. I got an I-140 approved from the first employer uh, in EB3 category, and I got a priority date of May 12th, 2016. Uh, then I changed my company. I got a new I-140, which was approved in November last year. I kept my priority date, so it got ported over. Now I'm changing my employer again in February. Uh, so my question is, uh, so it's not been 180 days after my second I-140 got approved. So are there any representatives? So, so you have company A I-140 through which you filed the 485? Uh, I haven't filed 485. So I got a priority ah. date. Yeah. I got one. What is the priority date? Yeah. It's uh, May 2016 with employer one. So you want to move to company C right now because your employer B I-140 is not approved for 180 days. Will it cause any problem for you? Absolutely so, no problem. You have company A's I-140. Okay. So employer B's I-140 has been approved, but it's only been approved in November. Not a problem at all. Take your employer B's I-140 approval. Okay. Even if employer A, approved, there's no problem. Doesn't matter. You okay. have employer's A-140 approval. Okay. The only difference is the employer once I-140 is in EB3 category, employer B's. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Because you're not eventually getting the green card with you, company C, got company A or company B. Gotcha. One last question though. So I'm changing to a totally different role. Does that matter at all? You can change to a lawyer's role from a software professional role. Perfect. Next That's a great relief. Thank you. To put the date, you don't have to be in the same role, guys. Next person, okay. please. Perfect. Thank you so much. Uh, next person, please. Omkar. Hi, Rahul. Uh, thanks for taking my question. I'm a first-time joiner. Um, so I'll keep the question short again. Um, I am on H1B and my wife is on F1 OPT STEM. Uh, this is her second year of the STEM OPT. And she's currently having some health issues which may require her to quit the job. And we're looking for her to transfer over to H4 on my H1B. And currently, um, based on what's stated on the USCIS website, it seems like the change of status uh, durations are in nine to 11 months range. So I was trying to understand what the quickest way of doing the change of status from F1 OPT to H4 would be since she's struggling with her health issues. 
if she files the change of status application to H4, she can immediately quit the STEM extension part of it and be on the change of status application and do nothing. Okay. And she will not be violating the status. Okay. So as long as... It, uh, it, is, it is up to her option, whether she wants to do that or she wants to continue working until the H4 is approved. Right. So like I said, it's uh, health issues that are preventing her from... It doesn't matter what issues it is. Right. The answer is same. Right. So uh, while the application is is in process, even if it takes at 8 to 10, 11 months, she can, she can still legally stay. Absolutely. Yeah, that's right. Okay. okay. And uh, does it help if she travels back to India to do her stamping uh, through consulate? She can do that too. I mean, she can do that too. Is that that option quick- is already there for you, for her. Okay. Is that a quicker option typically than uh, doing a change of status here? Obviously, it's a quicker option because right now the appointments are about April of 2022. Okay. Um, and she's under Dropbox option right now. Okay. So it's up to you if you want to take that option or this option. Either option okay. is fine. Okay. Sounds good. Thank this you. This is a quicker option because you can quit immediately. Exactly. And stay here legally on an uh, Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Do Thank you, you have sir. an I-140 I approved or not? No, not yet. I'm currently in Palm. You should, you should work on it. Next person, please. Thank you. Alok? Uh, hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, thank you for taking the time. Um, and I am currently an uh, Indian citizen. And I'm in Canada uh, on a PR working here. And my wife recently got a H1 approved. And I got my H4 stamp, uh, H4 also approved. So I want to travel to Canada, US with her. For three weeks. What do you mean H4 approved? You, you, got the, you got the stamping approved or what is H4 approval? Uh, sorry, sorry. What was the question? What do you mean by H4 approval? You got the stamping of H4. Yeah, I got the stamping of H4 done. And okay. I'm in Canada. So can I go for three weeks and come back while continue my job with Canadian employer? You mean to say while you are in United States, can you continue working for a Canadian employer? For three weeks. Uh, people force me to answer questions. What if I say I don't want to answer the question? You have to get it what you have to. <laughs> or I can take but a vacation. If, I can, if you I can put, take a vacation. If you put a, oh, vacation is perfectly fine. But if you put a gun on my head and tell me to answer it though, I will say, no, you cannot work. But I might do something. Okay, I don't want to tell. Okay, that's all. Okay. Next person, please. But I can take a vacation me, and go. I can take a time off and go. Uh, as far as the as far as the vacation is concerned, you're absolutely not a problem. But that the will be a paid vacation. You, I'll get the money in the paid vacation. Yeah, that's fine. As long as you're not working, you're fine. Okay. 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 Next person, please. Sumant. Oh, hi Rahul. Thanks for taking my question over here. Um, um, my my uh, perm was initially approved in November 2013. Um, with mm-hmm. the employer, with my current employer, refile the perm again, and then one forty. Uh, Wait, priority. what happened? What happened with the November two thousand thirteen perm? Uh, it's approved. I have my one forty. Okay, everything. what what did you file? I one forty after that. Uh, yeah, with the old employer, that's correct. And then okay. I, with the current employer, um, last year I filed the perm again, and then my one forty is approved with the current employer also. Keeping the priority date of the uh, the as number two thirteen, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's EB two. Um, my wife filed her uh, one forty and then she got approved two weeks ago uh, with her current employer, but her uh, date is twenty twenty two. sorry, September twenty twenty one. 
Um, my question is, I want to convert myself from H1 to H4 um, and EAD. And my current H1 is expiring in uh, November 2022. How do I file this H4 and EAD with the, with the six to nine month timeframe? And if um, without impacting my work, you know, if, uh, there's no gap in work. Ah, that's going to be tough. You can do one is that you can file a H4 plus EAD right now. Yeah. And then can you file a H1B extension after November? Yeah, she's, we are going to do everything together for, with my wife. You know, she's no, being... no, 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 mm -hmm. no, 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 no. I'm speaking about your H1B extension after November. You told me that your H1B expires in November, is right? That is correct. So you can file a H4 plus EAD right now. Yes. Extend the H1B. Okay. Once the H4 plus EAD is approved. Okay. If by any chance the H1 gets approved afterwards, yeah, you can just go to Mexico and come back on H4 plus EAD. Oh, okay. But why would you want you, to send the H1 though? Is there a reason why? Because, because you told me that you do not want interruption of work. Oh, I am okay. thinking that in November, if you don't get the H4 approval, how would you continue working? Oh, okay. I thought I'll probably file for my H1 if, for example, uh, for renewal somewhere in October uh, this year, in case my H4 and EAD is not approved by then. That's exactly what I want you to do. Okay. So file, wait until October, and if my H4 and H4 EAD is not approved, file for my uh, H1 extension. That's right. right. And how do and if the H4 start date, sir? I mean, let's assume that... Uh, no, no, put the start date today. Don't even worry about it. Put the start date in, in January or February of 2022. But Don't put it in. The EAD doesn't come at the same time. Then, uh, then there'll be a gap. Both the, no. When you file for H four plus EAD, both of them will be approved at the same day. Oh, okay. All right. There won't be any. Uh, they won't. There won't be no different. Ninety nine percent of the time, it will be approved on the same day. Okay. In case if I for assume, let's assume my H one. Uh, I put in my H four application. Let's have the H four EAD start around November twenty twenty two. No, 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 no. There is H four EAD. You can't put a start date. Just oh, okay. put only put only start date on H4 immediately. Don't put it future date. Okay, perfect. Thank you for the question. Thank you for taking the Just question. be ready to extend the H1. That's the only thing that you have to do. Got it. Next person, please. Deeraj? Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. This is Deeraj. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so uh, here's a question. So uh, my cousin came from India to attend her school. Uh, uh, last week, and unfortunately, because of the weather conditions, her flight got cancelled, and uh, she was not able to make it in time. And the college was closed too. Uh, she got to college today to enroll, and uh, they said that she has to defer to uh, the next semester. Mm -hmm. So, uh, what would be the best option for her? I mean, can she stay until the next semester starts, or uh, does oh, she, she has she is here in USA right yes. now. Uh -huh. Yep. If not, can she transfer to another university? And uh... Uh, I would recommend to have a consultation with Christina from our office or Emily Newman. I'm not okay. well aware of these regulations on, I, yeah. on, on that. Though. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of touch. Yeah. Sure. I will make. Uh, this, uh, Christi Christina will be the right person. I'll give you her name. Sure. Okay. Sure. Next Thank person, you. please. Abhinay? Hey Rahul, uh, 
thanks for taking this call um you got to hear me right i can hear you very clearly right now yeah thanks um so i have a question so basically um i'm working uh, on my lca i'm on h1b um at the time when the h1b was filed um like uh, it was work from home that that came into uh, the picture so my client was at uh, location a and then i was working from a location b which is the home address so both of these were as part of my lca that were filed okay okay so recently i moved within 50 miles of the the home address that did I you say with. 50 miles yeah within 50 miles did you say 15 or 50 50 oh you need to give the both addresses and you need to have a private consultation because if it is 20 miles we are very clear if it's more than 40 miles it's going to be tough we have to look okay. into the geography to be precise it's it's 8 miles what you said 50 miles and now you're saying 8 miles i said within 50 miles but to be precise it's eight, it's 8 miles that i moved to a different place <laughs> okay so from the lca location you you moved 8 miles correct where does the 50 come in um um i've read somewhere that if you're within 50 miles uh, you are not supposed to okay so just don't read what it is just tell me what you so 8 miles you moved from your lca location to a different location from my yeah, home you don't need to, yeah you don't need to do any amendment for the lca or h1b if you moved within 10 miles okay make it but 20. i have i have a question here so mm-hmm. let's say if I, if you are not uh, doing making any changes any amendments to the h1b petition how are we going to notify the uscis about uscis or the uscis will sometimes will go to the old address and okay. then they'll find that you are not there they know your email address and phone number they will call you or they will send you a email asking you are not in this address where are you at that point of time you can explain them buddy i moved within 10 miles here is my address my lawyer told rahul already told me that i can move i don't need to file my lsa okay i have another question here so let's say if i'm filing a ds164 mm-hmm. okay at the last section of the ds164 it says where do you intend to work now that we are not notifying a new address that i'm working That's at fine. if it's within the same lsa you're good so do i have to give the client address at that point of time or my home address home address current the current home address the new home address you're moving in 8 nights yeah that's what all right that's great sounds good next Thank person you. please rupesh yeah hello uh, thank you for taking me uh, this question so rahul the question is like uh, currently i am on a h4 visa and mm-hmm. uh, my uh, spouse is on uh, h1 visa actually she is sorry of course she is an h1 okay <laughs> yeah the thing is like uh, her visa maxed out uh, in the december and uh, they had filed out for the one year extension uh, for that one year clause so and uh, parallelly her perm and uh, were also uh, they applied for it and uh, recently the i140 what is the bay Ba- uh, what is the basis for the one year extension uh, like 6 years has been maxed out no what's the basis for the one year extension 
Is there a labor certification filed for more than one year yeah. ago? Uh, like uh, they have filed her uh, perm. When did they file the perm? Uh, in last year, uh, January, and uh, it got approved. You mean to so wait? In last year, January, you mean to say January of two thousand and twelve, twenty one. Twenty one, yes. But her six year expired in December of two thousand and twenty one. How is she eligible for the one year extension though? Uh, like uh, in middle, uh, she went for that uh, the, this uh, Mexico to get that uh, to recapture ah, that. Uh, ah, smart lady, smart lady. Okay, I got the point. Okay, yeah. keep going. So the question is, sir, like recently her one forty I one forty has been approved. Mm -hmm. So I am planning to apply for the H four EAD. So mm -hmm. right now we are on the receipt notice. So can I go ahead and uh, file for the H four EAD, sir? Absolutely, you can. You don't have to wait for your H four approval to apply for EAD. Okay, so giving that uh, I-129 receipt number, I can apply for the... I-129 receipt number, pay steps, H4 receipt number, I-140 approval, you can. Okay. Uh, sir, uh, one more thing is like uh, recently we had, uh, we approached an employer, but they're saying that they won't be pro providing that I-140 document uh, to my spouse. So uh, what... Well, like you, no, you, you are eligible for EAD without that also actually, because... Even if you don't have an I-140 approval, if your wife is legitimately on the seventh year because of the POM labor certification, she's mm -hmm. still eligible. You're still eligible for the EAD for one year. Okay. All right. So uh, like and what that's the... one. Number two, you can file a freedom of information to get an I-140 copy. That'll take three weeks for her to get it though. Okay. I'll give you the link for it. Okay. Okay, sir. And, and the company won't even know that you filed. Oh. Your wife filed. Okay. Anybody has any questions with regards to the interfiling, recent interfiling? Please try to post those questions, guys. Um, we have already collected a lot of questions and we are going to answer them tomorrow if we cannot answer it. Uh, tomorrow we're going to have a separate session only on the interfiling Q&As. So if your question is there, we will address those questions to you tomorrow. And I okay. gave you the, Rupesh, I gave you yes, the, sir. Uh, the uh, link to you for you, okay? Okay. So even uh, without I-140, uh, I can file for the EAD. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, okay, sir. All right. Thank you, sir. That's it. I have. Thank you. Then. Uh, I'll try to go with the questions that are coming up here, guys. We don't have a clue how many EB3 applications are pending. We do know that there are 290,000 green card applications pending by October of 2021. We filed a freedom of information to get the information. We didn't receive it. That takes a longer time, guys. Gita? Hi, thank you, Mr. Reddy, for taking the questions. Sure. I want to apply for EAD. I was mm -hmm. previously in the States on EAD, and then I moved back, and now I want to come back. I have a H-4 stamp, and I'm applying for EAD. So I wanted to know, can I continue working for my employer while my EAD is in process, like remotely, or I'm not... Wait, 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 ma'am. Where are you right now? I'm in Canada. You're in Canada. Do you have a work permit in Canada? I'm a permanent resident in Canada. You can do any work you want to that. 
uh, even when I am in H four EAD waiting status in the US. You are not an H four EAD. You will only be an H four EAD when you are in the country. Right. I call no. I call it as rule of butts. Okay, where your okay. butt is sitting. Sorry, the bad language, but where your butt is sitting, you are at that location. Since okay. you are sitting in Canada, you are not an H four. You said to me, you are a permanent resident of Canada. Now, right. a permanent resident of Canada can work from Canada. That is what I was being told by immigration lawyers there. Okay. Right. No, the sir. The government of Canada, the government of Canada, the government of India, the government of United States does not recognize cyberspace as a space. Okay. You are asking something, Geeta. So I'm coming back to the US uh, with my spouse. So. I will apply for the EAD while I'm physically in the country, mm -hmm. so that's why I don't know if I can continue working or should I quit my job here. No. You don't have to quit the job when you're in Canada, or when you're in USA, you cannot work. Okay, yeah, that's what I wanted to understand. Yeah. So can Next I travel person. though back and forth? You can travel back and forth, yes, but you cannot the... work. You cannot work while you are in United States. Okay. And you can, you, did you say that, uh, when is your EAD expiring? So my, it expired in 2020 of August, but I didn't August. use all of it. So it doesn't matter. So it expired. So you're not filing an extension. So you cannot work based on an extension. So okay. yeah, you can, while the extension is pending, you can keep traveling, but you have, to, you cannot work while in the United States. Then they may question you at the time when you're entering. They may check your emails and other things to see if you are working in the United States. Right. Okay. But uh, will I uh, lose the EAD application, like my line, uh, you know, my position no, in the line if I travel back? If you no, ma'am, you will not. Okay. All right. Thank you so much, sir. Next person, please. Emergency phone calls. Neha? Uh, yeah, hi. I have a question uh, regarding one of the applications. Uh, my L2 visa extension and my L2 EAD are pending with USCIS and I'm uh, planning to travel to India to get everything uh, like uh, to expedite everything uh, because uh, due to this healthcare worker there was one memorandum which came into the USCIS like mm -hmm. who are the healthcare workers they can mm -hmm. uh, get the expedite request. I mm -hmm. raised the expedite request both for my visa extension and my uh, EAD, EAD but yeah, those got denied. Uh, I don't know why. why. Uh, because my uh, L2 uh, visa is not uh, ex uh, like, it's still pending. It's only no, like... We, we have months. tried it. We got it approved. What kind of healthcare you work as? Uh, I'm into clinical trials. I'm working with a, a, one of the CRO and also onto the COVID studies. So I mentioned each and everything when I got yeah, the but you're request you're not treating from... the patients though. Yeah, but you I have... I have uh, gone to the uh, clinical sites to have a, a meeting, not directly, but yeah. In uh, you're not touching the patients. Um, yeah. The way that you should document more is not the clinical trials. How this is going to benefit the COVID situation though? How is this, your thing is applicable, practical application of you, what you're working would be more important. Um, yeah, but go ahead, try it one more time, ma'am, if possible. If you may, you may want to consult Emily Newman in our office. She's very good in, in documenting these things. But go ahead. Yeah. If you I don't know. want to, then you want to go to India. 
get the yeah. into approval and come back go ahead yeah i wanted to uh, think about this like uh, going to india and just coming back and will it impact my ead application it's an extension of the l2 is right yeah it will not impact l2 ead extension now okay yeah because i have taken the appointment uh, next for... question oh sure thanks okay thank you sorry about that next person please mohammad i'll take the last caller guys and then i'll go to some of these uh, questions that are get posted here hi rahul thank you for taking my call so i have uh, i485 in eb3 uh, uh, pending since october 2020 and currently mm-hmm. as eb2 date got current uh, mm-hmm. like i saw your videos and your suggestions on the website we did file i485 in eb2 as i had approval before the friday update came in when you say you file the 485 eb2 you mean to say interfile it or refile it refile refile it okay so uh, will it have any impact after the friday update where they are asking to do an interfile um, i don't at this point of time i don't want you to do anything okay i don't want you to do anything but watch for the videos we don't know how this interfiling is going to work is right yes if it's going to like work like a miracle we send the interfile they pull the application and then they just approve all the cases that they are sending to this new address just like the way national benefit center is doing very fast if they do that then i will tell you to do interfile okay so right if not right now i don't want you to do anything so right now i will be having two two 485 two 485 applications wait for our instructions because even tomorrow's uh, video will not have the instructions with okay. regards to what we want to do we won't have it i mean we can't have it okay so filing so, the, filing the second 485 in eb2 it was a good step or like i went with the suggestion definitely is it definitely is not a bad step at all okay whether it's a good step or not we will come to know in future okay Okay. Uh, I'll go to some live questions guys I've very less time I've got up appointments but tomorrow session will be mostly dedicated to the upgrading of the applications guys AJ I've already answered your question can I apply the reentry permit even if you don't use it absolutely if you have any doubt do it do file it it won't harm you it may help you it may not help you so oh, age out question of govind swami that's a very complex question you may want to consult a lawyer uh srikant i don't know what your priority date is to interfile we are only recommending people at this point of time to do the interfiling thing from if their priority date is january 1st of 2000 uh january 1st of 2012 to january 1st of 2013 since yours is august 2021 at this point of time we are not recommending now we may change our opinion like i was pointing out to mr mahmud that what if they keep pulling all these cases and approving the cases i may change my opinion at that time but right now since your prior date is august 2011 which is current in both the cases i don't want you to do interfiling right now Uh, thank you guys i will try to uh, address more questions 
uh, on the interfiling thing tomorrow though uh, that's going to be tomorrow will be mostly will be addressing that tomorrow 5 pm to 6 pm will be live session that will be addressing this only on the downgrading uh, upgrading the application or interfiling the application Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.